1: Some leather-lunged New Yorker. He's cheering for the Panthers, but he's behind me. And he was making all these jokes. He's like, yeah, the Panthers are losing by a hair. I heard these Florida fans are rabid, but this is ridiculous. Anyways, and then security came down. Right from from everybody, because the rabbit's not hurting anybody. I was kind of hoping the rabbit would crap all over the kids. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it How Howdy-do. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show Hour 2. Notice something different? Yes, we are still at Ace Casino Airport Calgary, but I do have an Oilers jersey over my shoulder and a Golden Knights golf shirt on my bod because it's game day and we're having a lot of fun. We have a live studio audience. Russ is here from... RV World. Brand new sponsor to the RP Show. We're going to be talking about the RP Show Summer Road Trip. That's the first ever Darren Moose DuPont, is it? And then we got the Moose with us here from the NHL's yeah. Bermuda Triangle. He's came and joined us here at Ace. Have we done a road trip?
2: We have you, not. You and I have, well, you and I but have done not money. with viewers and listeners. No, we're bringing them along with us. Yeah, so that's very exciting. It's going to be really cool. Like, really cool. And we're going to bring in some CFL alumni that will come and hang out and be a part of this. Like, yeah, like I honestly think it's going to be fun going to the game, but like, being on the bus with other rider fans and maybe some former players from Regina to Cal- Like That'll be the best part is the road trip. And then you get into the hotel and casino here and hang out with us. We'll be throwing parties. You'll be invited. Yeah. You can get your uh,
1: tickets now at rodpeterson.com. It's presented by Woody's RV World and Engelheim and charter transportation from Engelheim from Calgary. Well, Regina to Calgary and back June 23rd to the 25th. Two nights hotels here at Hotel Clique. Calgary Airport, complimentary breakfast, pre- and post-game parties at the Ace Casino Sports Bar, hosted by Moose and I, and then a game ticket, Sask at Calgary that week. Well, the game is June 24th, but it's the whole weekend we're taking it over. And um, it's, as I said to you yesterday, I'll say it today, it's great to have you here, Moose. And it's fun talking sports. It's, it brings everybody together. I yeah. don't, I've been in sports my whole life, so I don't know what it would be like to be outside of sports. I don't know. Right. I don't want to know. I know. But at the last casino we are at, where we have a very great relationship, Grey Eagle, if I had trucked in an Oilers jersey, as a matter of fact, we did. They had no problem with it. There's probably more Oilers fans there than Flames fans there. Here, not going over well. But <laughs> a lot of the staff at Ace Casino Airport that I have an Oilers jersey because we are in Calgary, over my shoulder, or a Golden Knights. But you know what I say to that? Make the playoffs! (laughs) Right? Amanda
2: Grace, she's right behind the bar. She knows! Yeah, it doesn't matter if the Flames are in the playoffs or not. They still hate the Oilers, (laughs) no matter what. That's a good point, but it's like, you were in the playoffs last year, and
1: we put a Flames jersey up. Yeah. You know, but I'm just saying there's not a lot of other fans in this particular facility. Sorry, I don't think they'll mind me saying. That's right. As a matter of fact, the owners who you've now met.
2: Yes. Big Flames fans, did they tell you? No, they didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I imagine they would be. Yeah, so they're quite excited.
1: Darren Flurry was supposed to be here today. He had to move it to tomorrow. So Theo's going to be here tomorrow. But the owners of the casino, they don't care. Huge Flames fans. They said, we'll be here tomorrow. So we can't wait to see Theo. Yeah. And then Jason Roberto, the president of the Calgary Surge, is going to be with us uh, on Thursday as well. And today it's really just Moose and I talking about Stanley Cup playoffs. And normally, for those that have just joined us, if you're new to the show on Game Plus Television, where we're the number one rated talk show on the Game Plus Television Network. That's not a small thing. No, it is not. And we're on the radio on WQEE. We are Atlanta's NHL show. And, of course, we're streaming YouTube in podcast form. Uh, If you're new to the show, in Hour 1, we talk about last night's games. In Hour 2, we look ahead to tonight's games. But I would be remiss if I didn't just spend a little time, just a minute, on the Florida Panthers doubling up the Maple Leafs 4-2 in Game 1. He and I watched it together. It was a lot of fun. I thought we got along a lot better than I would have thought that we would have got along. Yeah, we
2: did not come to blows. No. We were even sharing food. But it was Game 1. I feel like later in the series, that might not be the case. Yeah. We'll see. Mind that's... you, I'll be in Florida by then, so it won't matter. I know, but it's a reflection of what we were talking about during the game. I said, look, at, this isn't a hard game, if that makes sense. Like, there were some big hits. Don't get us yeah. wrong. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Shen laid out Kachuk. There was hits the other way from Florida on Toronto. Um, but there was no nastiness. Like, there was no stuff after the whistles. There was no hate, right? It was almost a reflection of you and I watching the game. Yes. But wait till you get to game four, five, six, and the hate builds. We might not be able to be on the air together. We'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, 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 but yeah. it was a fun game. It was a fun game. Bob was great. And the one thing I still can't get, and if you've seen it, the photos going around social media now, when Nylander uh, had the puck and the defenseman fell down and he had a wide open path yeah. to the net, there's, they freeze framed it and they said, Can you still believe that he never went to the net on this play? He peeled back to the blue. You and I were watching it. Why well, I said to
1: you at the time, Willie thinks this is a skills competition tonight. He's not on at, at all. Hey, Willie,
3: wiki-wiki.
2: You know, it's playoffs, but it's a different season, we Willie. He needs to get going for Toronto. He's not dialed in. Matthews and Marner are in Tavares, but it's the same with Florida. Kachuk, right? He's dialed in. Barkov is not. So where is Barkov? Great comment last hour from
1: Alan May regarding the super pest question today for Key Auto Group, our uh, exclusive poll sponsor and exclusive automotive dealer, Key Auto Group. They have the largest selection of quality new and pre-owned vehicles in the Parkland area, cars, trucks, SUVs. Your journey begins at keyautogroup.ca. Who's the biggest or best pest in the NHL right now? Brad Marchand, Matthew Kachuk, Tom Wilson or other. And he, Alan May of the Capitals broadcast crew, was way, way, way runaway Matthew Kachuk. He's in everybody's heads. He's controlling the games. Don't yes. think for a second that that didn't play into the firing of Daryl Sutter here. Uh, I don't I don't have inside information, but the word amongst hockey people is you don't want to be in Calgary, but then you want to go over here to Florida and I saw some analysts say he's the MVP of the league next to Connor McDavid. That might be a little, I don't,
2: you would agree with it? He was the MVP of the all-star game. I will say that. He could be in the conversation, you know, hundred plus point guy just continues to be a leader on that team. He's getting it done when the games matter the most here in the playoffs. He's in on every Panther goal. If he's not racking up a goal or an assist, he's in front of the net providing the screen. He is very dynamic. He's personable. He's got personality. He's embraced Florida. They've embraced him. Yeah. It's a huge loss for Calgary that you just, I don't know if you'll ever be able to replace him. (coughs) We will look ahead in a second, but
1: for the benefit of those every day, my business friends, they're like, when you go to Florida next week, you got to do this and you got to do that. You got to do this. And I'm like, can you just chill? I'll handle it. I'm lining up guests here and getting this all worried about. Next week's shows from Florida will be amazing. Last word on that before we move on to Vegas and Edmonton tonight. And thank you, Jason and Red Deer. He's got some good comments here. He says, I wouldn't consider Tom Wilson a pest. He's just dirty. (laughs) Marshawn is just odd, licking people's faces and all. Kachuk is the real pest. (laughs) I thought for a good three minutes as to who the pest would be. I said to Darren, Bunting, yeah, you know, I didn't, these were, the best, these, were, these were the best three that we could come up with, but on that meme, whatever you want to call it that's going around uh, from Seinfeld, and just remember, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan, you're not the biggest, I don't know how you couldn't be, but Serena isn't, my dad wasn't, my dad's like, I don't understand why you find this funny, yeah, on Seinfeld, so I get it, it's not for everybody, But Morty Seinfeld, Seinfeld's dad, have you seen it? This is Frank Costanza. (laughs) You think you're going to keep us out of Florida?
2: (laughs) I've watched it 300 times. We're going to be in the pools. (laughs) We're going to be in the clubhouse. (laughs) We'll be on the shuffleboard courts. (laughs) You can't keep us out. Just try and stop us. So good. Yeah, what do you want?
1: (laughs) This is Frank Costanza. (laughs) <laughs> He's my favorite actor of all time. It's so not just good. that scene. Yeah. You want a piece of me? Is he in Kings of Queens, too? King yeah, Queens, but yeah. there's only one Frank Costanza. Yeah. that's That story's kind of losing some steam, though. The Panthers not letting Leaf fans into well, the arena. Well, Frank
2: told you. They're going to get there no matter what. <laughs> They're going to be in the pools. They're going to be in the You're pool. trying to keep us out of Florida? Like... The story is dead because Costanza is right. He actually, when they put the Leaf logo on him, he speaks for Leaf fans. You know, like, you think you're going to keep us out? Like, we're going to find tickets. We're going to be in the stands. We're uh, going to be wearing the jerseys. And by the way, okay, well, we are on the television
1: in Toronto. Uh, Game Plus is anchored out of there, so I don't mind talking about the Leafs. Their fans are incredibly annoying. Obviously, we're just talking about that. But I feel sorry for their players because as I said to Darren last night watching the game here at a Sports Bar where we will be hosting pre- and post-game parties for the Saskia-Calgary road trip with Woody's RV, World, and Engelheim. I said, I feel sorry for the players of the Leafs because they're just like the Rough Riders back in the day. Everybody wants to come into their stadium and kick their ass because they're annoyed by them. It's not the player's fault. Everybody wants to beat the Leafs' ass, the Riders' ass, probably the Yankees.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's... I get players' fault. Of course not. But you're in that market and you play for the team, so it's part of the what goes with the territory. You want to play in the market with that type of fan base and in that, you know, pressure and that history, whatever. Same thing in Saskatchewan. If you want to go and play in Saskatchewan and have passionate fans and you know, this is part of what comes with the territory. <laughs> Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, I wonder if Rod
1: observes festivus on December twenty third. No. no good. We do not. Ryan also points out it's 1111 Mountain, 111 Eastern. Got it, guys? Trust me, we're visualizing a positive outcome. Yes. And we're getting it. Again, Lanny McDonald showed up yesterday, not as you, you were there in the lobby. I said, Lanny, I prayed twice. That you would get here today. And he's like, what are you praying for? Are you... If I said I'd be there, I'd be there. Yeah. And then today, our guests moved or dropped out or whatever. And it was just the sports talk gods just going, Rod, chill. It's going to be you and Moose, just relax. And it's worked out great. Uh, outstanding. Yeah. Anyways, Leafs fans, stop calling me. You're annoying. <laughs> to the Orders and the Golden Knights. Golden Knights fans aren't annoying. They've only been around for five minutes. And I don't mind Oiler fans at all. I love Oiler fans, as a matter of fact. What's annoying about them is when they lose, they'll never look in the mirror. They blame the refs all the
2: time. That's the problem. We went through this. I know. What's but... every fan base's annoying trait, and the Oiler fan base is it's always the refs. Always not calling the penalties. The only, that's the thing, right? That's the one thing that they do. But, and Golden Knights fans... Um, I think the general consensus is that they, they feel like their team is the Oilers or the Montreal Canadiens you know, or Toronto-Chicago team has been around forever, right? And they're just, Whoa. it's the people, like you said, the Golden Knights fans are the people who jump on the bandwagon, show up in the playoffs and want the tickets and act like they've been there all year long when they haven't, right? That's Golden Knights fans now. They've been spoiled. They've had a ton of success, and you want—they don't know any different. They don't know any better. And what do you want? You want them to sit home and be like quietly start being a fan and and earn it? No, go in there and be crazy and be a fan and pound your chest and wear your gear. They don't know what they don't know, but they don't know what they don't know, right? And they came to the party and want to be right at the front of the line. They were born on third base and thought they hit a triple. Yes, that's right. (laughs) That yes,
1: that's Golden Knights. That that's not their fault. I like this. We're on to something. That's why Hour 2 is always so fun. We bring in far more of the viewer uh, audience comments. BW in Edmonton, he says, My uh, first watch party I went to was at Rexall Place. Took my nephews and five-year-old daughter in 2006. Awesome. It's still the same price, $5. The orders converted in old Zamboni, putting benches in the tank. The kids loved it. Now, I think it's, uh, I love the watch party. I wouldn't go yeah. to that. I might go to others. I probably would go to a Panthers watch party on the road, we'll see. Jason in Reddier says, if the Stampeders only get one win all season, I sincerely hope it's Mosaic Stadium against the Riders. I'd call that a successful season. Did you mean McMahon Stadium or Mosaic Stadium? From John... Oh, um, I got to get that hammer, Moose. It's something. Oh, um, he says, quotes Jerry Seinfeld, you know, the very fact that you oppose this makes me think I'm on to something. Do you understand the comedic genius that is Jerry Seinfeld? Do you people understand that? Yeah. When they went and pitched the show to the network executives at NBC, it's a show about nothing. Yeah. I'm like, I think I can do that with a sports show. It's about nothing. And it's worked. Yeah. Seinfeld was on it way ahead of time. Uh, It's what I did with my old radio show i brought on the ex-rough riders and the people loved it and we're infecting people's minds here in alberta yeah. we've got 4.4 million fresh victims in this province that didn't even know what hit them until i showed up and we got these ex-nhlers showing up on the show yeah and people love it because nobody else is doing it it's a show about nothing uh wayne in victoria bc says it's always a great rp show even if it's just rod and moose <laughs> just you and me that's when it's the best it's a show about nothing. You Seinfeld seemed to do okay. It's a show about nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to break... Uh, I think it was Wayne that said, it, yeah, it must be tough to be a Flames fan with Kachuk playing so well in Florida. That's the point. I've heard the hockey people say this. It makes Daryl Sutter look really bad. That these guys wanted out and they've gone and done great other things elsewhere. TJ Brody, Mark Giordano, who they did expose in the expansion draft. That's right. Different situation, but... Kachuk is a really glaring example of what might be wrong here, and also, or what was wrong here, because they ended up firing Daryl. Interesting, too. Johnathan Huberdeau ripped Daryl Sutter in a French interview yesterday, like he thought people weren't going to translate it. <laughs> I'll say this in French. Nobody, nobody, will, oh, nobody, nobody will, hear will
2: hear it in Calgary. Patrick Laine ripped the Jets in Finnish, <laughs> and we heard that, yeah, <laughs> and exactly. we found out about it. Google Translate, brah, works pretty good. Troy
1: in Toronto. Says, I have your number, Rob, but I won't call you, though, I promise. By the way, I'm proud to be an annoying Leaf fan. I find Munchly All-Fans the the most annoying. Yes, but for different reasons. And And when I say stop calling, I say stop. You can call me, but don't ask me for tickets. And Nelson says, the Vegas Golden Knights and the Kraken fans should be thankful. And the league should be thankful that both franchises have had the early success they have. Oh, I believe they're both very frank, uh, thankful. Yeah. It just ticks off the rest of the league. We're going to take a timeout. We do have an Oilers Golden Knights preview coming up, plus Panthers Leafs talk with Serena Taylor. But Moose and I will we, will uh, rejoin you right after this brief pause, live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio and Streaming to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show
0: now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.
1: Ace Ace Casino Airport, the place to be. By the way, UFC 288 is this Saturday night. Free viewing party right here for UFC 288. That's Saturday, May 6th and all UFC pay-per-view events every month at the Ace Casino Airport Sports Bar on the 40-foot TV wall. Hey, the cheap oilers charge you five bucks. Not us. (laughs) I know it's all going to charity in Edmonton. Calm down. But just saying, it's free here to watch UFC 288. There'll be a big crowd. Moose and I were there last night watching the Leafs and the Panthers, and I was the only Panthers fan in the attendance. Therefore, I was the only Panthers fan going home happy. Moose is here. Live studio audience. It's picking up, eh, Moose? How about Uh, this? Ah, yeah. Aren't you glad you came out here? Of course I am. I want to sprinkle in more viewer comments. Rob Tyson is uh, in Cold Lake, Alberta. He's watching on Game Plus television, and he says, this morning Toronto media was ripping on Mark Giordano, saying he's too old to keep up with the Panthers' speed. Can you, Rob, please specifically tell me who it was doing the ripping? Because there's a really big difference. And I know this rankles the media, and I don't care, but it has a lot to do with those that did play the game versus those who did not play the game. I want to know who said it. And if you don't remember, that's fine. That tells me that it wasn't that memorable or that important. But I don't want to hear some Johnny Cumberland graduate from Humber College ripping NHL players for their play. Because I'm sorry. That's how I that's how I feel. I'm sorry. Sergey Brabovsky was the reason the Florida Panthers won the game last night. End of
2: story. Period. Bob is in God mode. Can't stop that. Bob's no. your uncle. And you said it. When Bob's on, it's scary. When Bob's off, it's scary. it's scary. Right? Exactly. And he was on in game one. I mean, that's why I think the game was so fun because there was chances. And it just happened that he made more saves and Florida won. Like, it's, it's a lot harder to stomach as a team losing when you're like, I don't, there was no room out there. You know, we didn't have any chances. We didn't have any shots. I'm really scared because I don't know how we can win this series. But last night, I'm like, no, I know how we can win the series. We just got to put more shots past him. We- Did it have anything to do with Giordano? No. 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 Nothing to do with Giordano. All to do with Burrowski. All to do with Bob. And a couple posts. And part of that is the Leafs went over 4 in the power play, which you can't do if you're going to win the series. You need to capitalize on those opportunities. And, yeah, the power plays were 4-1 in favor of Toronto yeah. in that game. But you got to score on your chances.
1: yes i don't know if we're ever going to get over this criticism in the media thing and i don't want to talk about it every day yet it comes up every day and i think it's just amongst us and our crew yeah but perry s hockey is watching on television right now in lethbridge alberta perry shockey yeah hockey guy, and he says, I truly believe that when someone in sports can tell it like it is and has an opinion and perspective, it's awesome. When it walks like a duck, flies like a duck, and quacks like a duck, it's a freaking duck. And he says, I also think Daryl Sutter should tell everyone what he thinks of Huberto and have a French interpreter so he's not hiding behind a language barrier. Oh, ho, ho!
2: How about that?
1: We're literally in a place where there's those fans on the TV. Look, quick. They wear jerseys of every other team. And they wear Arizona jerseys and Colorado jerseys and Seattle jerseys. It's the same guy every game in Toronto wears the jersey of the other team to get on TV. Yeah. I love it. That is awesome. Can we do that at uh, Stamps Games? Let's do it. Uh, Where was I? Oh. Harry S. Hockey and I need to have a coffee here at Ace Casino and just go over some stuff. Yeah. Because Huberto, when there's this finger-pointing going on between the coaches and the players like there is now, and let's remember, Daryl's been fired. So I guess he can say whatever he wants and his people can say whatever he wants. It wasn't just the players. When I got people coming here looking me up, influential Calgary media people saying, stop sticking up for Daryl because he doesn't deserve it. I've had two interactions with Daryl Sutter in my life. Neither one was pleasant. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not a Daryl Sutter fan or a backer. I'm a Sutter backer, but not a Daryl backer. And I said, you know what? Okay, fine. I don't... Why would I stand up for Daryl Sutter? Really? Yeah. Um, But on the flip side, a lot of people in the organization had had enough of Daryl. And with your Huberto... I went to every game and I was here. I saw his turnovers in the neutral zone. Jonathan Huberto, a lot of nights, I had to check the score sheet to see if he played. But he says it's because of Daryl. And not just him, but some players had said they didn't want to come to the rink. They weren't having fun. We've all been, maybe you haven't, but yeah. we've been to those workplaces and with those teams. Sometimes you don't want to go home. You know, uh, it's a problem. And that nobody would talk about. That's the one thing that I've learned here with this Flames organization. And by the way, they're not in the playoffs. Why are we talking about them? Shocks brought it up. Nobody talked about anything. Communication, eh, Jack? (laughs) Nobody knew there was problems. And then this happens. So enough about that. To the Oilers, where they don't have problems apparently because they're winning and they're in round two. that's, That's a team. That is a team. And, you know, somebody said uh, the Orders, or is it you, don't matter who the goalie is if they play well enough in front of them. That's right. Would you, I would agree with that. I would agree with the, that, The too. goalie for the Leafs last night, Samsonov, wasn't even a story.
2: No. In the game. No. He made some big saves, too, early in that game. Had to keep the Leafs in it, especially when it was one uh, nothing and 2-0. Um, yeah, the Oilers, they went through their struggles, too, though. They went through their struggles. Peter Shirelli and the early days, and then, you know, the tough days with Dave Tippett, um, you know, as unfortunate as that was, it took them a while to figure it out and get on the right page with all of these stars and and get everybody working in the same direction. But once they figured it out, it's a team that's really hard to beat. And I know people have said that the betting favorite maybe is the Leafs for the Stanley Cup, but it maybe should be the Oilers because they have such high-end talent, and when they get goaltending – I don't know who can beat them. Well, none of these teams are perfect, by the way. News flash.
1: Yeah. None. And uh, listen, you picked Colorado, Carol- Carolina to go to the Stanley Cup final, and that didn't happen. I picked <laughs> Calgary, Florida. <laughs> then I picked Boston, Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who would know? Yeah. Right? I saw Craig Button on uh, SportsCenter this morning saying, A, Mitch Marner wouldn't make a Wee team the way he played last night. I don't know if you saw that or not. And two... Craig goes, I was four for eight in round one. That's not going to stop me. I'm still going to keep picking. Alan May says, I don't remember what I was, but I was wrong on a lot. Yeah. Um, That's why I say throw out your opinions. Nobody really remembers or your predictions. Um, Sean in Vancouver is watching on Game Plus television, and he says, going to be great to see Serena on air again today, and Moose needs to de-sour and sweeten. Seinfeld reference. (laughs) Oh, she's got her opinions. She always has her opinions, by the way. I don't, it'll be interesting to see whether she wants to talk about this Orders Vegas series or the uh, or the, the Leafs and Panthers. You're going to think you're going to keep us out of Florida? <laughs> Jeff, the Stamps fan says, So, Rod, are you saying you plan to be at a lot of Stamps games this summer and fall? I will be... They're June 24th, for sure. That's a guarantee. Yeah. Because we're bringing a fan bus full of Rider fans. June 24th, courtesy Woody's RV World at Engelheim. Jordan writes in, says, hey, did you listen to Huberto yesterday? How about the way he, uh, Sutter, treated Pelge? Sutter wasted a heck of a roster this year. Well, he's fired. You can quit talking about him. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Let's move on. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says injuries are the great equalizer in the playoffs. Everyone's banged up, but McDavid with one hand or one knee is still better than everyone else with two hands or two knees. That's true. Troy in Toronto says, go Oilers! I'm hoping for an all-Canadian Stanley Cup. Would that be too annoying for the rest of the country? You people in Toronto, I better be careful here, right, Jack? <laughs> you need to tone down the Leaf hate. We don't hate you. Do you hate the Leafs? I don't. We don't hate the Leafs. We laugh at your ass. We don't hate you. You. We don't, <laughs> we don't hate do I, do, do, do I feel like I hate you? No. No. And It's not just you, Troy, in Toronto. I saw it again. Tim McCallum. We either love the Leafs or you hate the Leafs. No, we don't care about the Leafs, bro. You know... You think so? I don't. Yeah. He doesn't. And who else matters? Yeah. Got the two of you. Yeah. I'm saying, no, you guys all think that we hate the Leafs, and we don't.
2: Get over yourselves. We're trying. Not. You're I not doing it very well. I haven't been here in a while. Just getting used to the place. David in
1: Winnipeg writes in, Rod and Darren, did either of you catch any of the CFL draft? What's your opinions? Gets me fired up for football. Go Bombers! Sweep the Bombers! <laughs> think about it all the time. What I think is the Saskatchewan... Go to my commentary right now at rodpeterson.com. My take is I was excited the Riders drafted Jackson Ford, 11th overall, second round. as grandfather's Alan Ford still holds the Grey Cup record for the longest punt in Grey Cup history. It was more than just a good PR move. We talked about, we talked about the CFL draft right off the start. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it now. Do you have a recap in 30 seconds? Yeah, for
2: Winnipeg, Anthony Bennett, great pick in the first round. I think it was ninth overall. He's a stud, huh? A stud. And when you look at Willie Jefferson and Jackson Jeffcoat, um, you're going to bring a young Anthony Bennett into that defensive line, and he's not going to maybe have the impact right away, those two guys. But those two guys have been around the league a while. So when they start to, you know, they're going to hand the baton off to a Canadian defensive end who's going to be a real disruptor. So they've, they've found the replacement. And Winnipeg's going to be strong on the defensive line for years to come. Ryan in New York says, I don't know why fans are so annoyed that Vegas and
1: Seattle have playoff success so soon. This has always been the case for modern expansion teams going back to the Sharks in the 1990s. They are upset because the rules were changed in order for them to have success. And to be honest with you, both teams will admit it. Yeah, I've talked to Golden Knights people about it saying, "Hey." It's not our fault. The Nashville Predators didn't make the playoffs for their first eight years. That's untenable. Yeah. They didn't want that anymore. So they did make the rules a little easier. And again, it's not something that the Golden Knights players and staff should apologize for. And I think that people don't give the credit enough credit to the job done by Kelly McCrimmon, George McPhee, nor in Seattle, Ron Francis. And My hand's in the air right now. I didn't like that expansion team that they put together last year. I still can't name you five Seattle Kraken. Can you? And yet, they might go to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I mean, I can. Shoot, I half know. of them are from Saskatchewan. I know. Jordan Eberle, Jaden Schwartz. Uh, yeah, was, Geeky, geeky Grubauer, under, Oregon, Yanni Green. Gore. There's tough yeah. guys. Bjork Strand. I hush, but they're not stars.
2: They're not stars. They're a group. They've, it's a little like Vegas when they started too. It wasn't a group of stars. It was a group of good players who worked together and you know really did something special. And I think that's what what uh, what Seattle's doing right now. It's a group of players. You know, Jaden Schwartz, Jordan. Everybody's are high end guys, but they're not tier one one percent stars. They're in the you know the next tier. But very good players, and they're producing, and they're getting buy-in from everybody, top to bottom. People's doing a heck of a job coaching. They're getting goaltending. What did you say? Um, was it Bernie Perrant? Best team wins. They're a team yeah. in Seattle. And the viewers want to know quickly, will the Lloyd Minster Ice sweep
1: the blades tonight? <laughs> no, okay. they won't. Serena Taylor next with all of her opinions. Joining us from South Florida, hang on. We're live from Ace Airport Casino and Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, and streaming. Head to youtube.com slash The Rod
0: Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
1: Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. We're live from Ace casino airport home of the pulse arena alberta's only private electronic table game lounge featuring blackjack crafts roulette and baccarat with an atmosphere perfect for any day or night come on down and check it out as a matter of fact come on down check it out for game one of the edmonton orders vegas golden knights we'll have it here in the ace sports bar Serena Taylor joins us to talk about it. RP Show hockey analyst, the first female play-by-play broadcaster in major junior hockey history. Look it up. Serena, welcome to the program. And I really know where to start with you, so I'll start with this. How are you feeling about the Oilers going into game one tonight in Vegas?
3: I can't really think about it too much because I have to wake up so early tomorrow morning, so I'm not going to be able to watch it. Usually what I do is I go to sleep wake up and watch the end which i might do but uh i'm feeling mixed i feel like edmonton did so well at the end of the regular season against both the kings and vegas and the kings proved to be a battle for them and so i think vegas is going to come out really hot as well
1: (sighs) how about the goaltending battle Stuart skinner versus laurent bros there was a question came in earlier who's got the goaltending edge in this series Alan May said it's 50-50. It's a wash. How do you feel about the way the goalies uh, have been handled by the Oilers and then how they stack up against the Golden Knights?
3: Well, I think that the Oilers did what they had to do. There's there's probably not any parts of me left in my body in this lifetime that will ever trust an Oiler goaltender over the next (laughs) however many years. And I feel the same way about Stuart Skinner. But he's obviously the choice that's going in. And I think that the way they handled it, when they put Jack Campbell in, the big question was who's gonna play. They went right back to Skinner. Perfect, it worked out well. How's it gonna match up against Vegas? Well, that depends. These younger goaltenders can be so hit and miss. You just never know what they're gonna do. They can be really hot, or you just don't know so i agree with alan it's going to be it's going to be 50 50. i'm hoping it doesn't come down to goal pending but sadly it usually does
1: well that's what makes the playoffs so much fun and unpredictable now you and i never talk about gambling odds at all but i just want your take on the fact that bet regal has the orders favored to win tonight and i believe favored to win the series they did kind of manhandle vegas near the end of the year is that a Factor or a carryover, you think, into this series?
3: It's like I was saying, when Edmonton was playing against the Kings, they mopped the floor with all of the California teams and Vegas and everything at the end of the regular season. Playoffs are a completely different animal. I understand why the odds are the way they are, because that's what they do, but I wouldn't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll never, I'll never bet against my Oilers, but it's just <laughs> too, it's too hard to tell at this point.
1: So basically, uh, because it's your team, hey, hey, trust me, I get it. That's why you should be like me and not really have a real favorite team. But right now, it's the uh, Florida Panthers, and let's just switch gears. If anybody has questions on the orders, Golden Knights, you can fire them our way, and we'll ask Serena about those. But Leafs down 1-0 to Florida following a 4-2 win uh, last night. Your thoughts on how that series has unfolded and this surprising Panthers run?
3: I think that the only reason that the Panthers won that game last night was Bobrovsky. I mean, you can tell Toronto is a much stronger team on all sides of the puck. You don't have to worry about Toronto, any of their lines. They have two really powerful power plays. You know, they have two lines that can dominate on the power play and Florida just does not have that. Having said that, like I said to you the other day, they took Boston to seven games and I mean, can you look at that two ways, right? They knocked off the President's Cup winners. They knocked off the team that with the highest record in all time in NHL history. But also on the flip side, Boston played like garbage the whole series, and they still went to Game 7 in overtime. So I think that the Panthers really need to realize that they didn't play Boston at 100%. They're going to probably play Toronto at 100%, but Bobrovsky was standing on his head last night. In my opinion, that's the only reason Florida even had a chance last night.
1: Fun stuff off the ice. What is your take on the Panthers blocking Canadian residents from buying (laughs) tickets for games three and four and uh, six, I guess?
3: Well, it's funny because... uh, It's not really the talk around here. It's only talk amongst Canadians because Floridians probably don't even know. It's a completely different vibe here. And do I think it should be allowed? I mean, why not? But to me, if that was my team, I would be absolutely embarrassed that my fan base was so weak that we had to block off selling tickets because they don't want a bunch of Leafs fans in there. I I just... In the second round of the playoffs, if you're concerned about your fans not showing up, you're the problem, not the Leafs fans.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't do it, um, but there's a lot of people, you know, if that was my team and I was in that situation, I would not do that, but, but I also get it, I mean... They don't want a rink full of Leafs fans. I mean, you and I have talked about this. They don't seem to mind Serena in the regular season. That's what I don't understand. They'll sell to the Bruins fans, the Leafs fans, the older fans. But in the playoffs, it's different. Why is it different now?
3: I, I, that's what I'd like to know. Because they know they're going to get, they're getting out-fanned. And they don't like it. And they don't care during the regular season because for years, they had a hard time putting bums in the seats. So they didn't care if they were selling to the Flyers fans or the Penguins fans. Like any of those teams that come down here, it's the same thing. But when Toronto and Montreal are here, it's definitely next level. The rink is full of Habs and Leafs fans, and like I said, they just they know they're getting outfanned. And I I would be so embarrassed if that was my team. But again, we're talking two polar opposite teams and fan bases here
1: something the orders would never have to worry about um from the audience tom says people just expect phil kessel to skate circles around the orders tonight was he not scratched for a game in round one i thought he was uh tom uh bw says just outscore vegas shoot from the cheap seats reminds me of the 80s orders do you think they could play that way with this high-octane offense and win this series that way? Or are we getting to defense wins territory?
3: And that's a great question. I think it depends how much Edmonton stays out of the penalty box. They have different types of lines. So at even strength, you've got guys like McDavid and Dreisaitl and Matt Power and Evander Kane. And then you go to their third line where you got, have guys like Fogle and Ryan. And those guys bust hard for the net. Look at Yamamoto in the last couple games in the last series. Wasn't really putting the puck in the net, but the last game, he's probably the smallest guy on the ice, and he was fearless out there. It's two different styles because when those lines go out there, Vegas is obviously going to play them differently. The Kings played McDavid differently than they played the other lines, obviously, right, with line matchups. That's just the way it's going to be. I think Drew Doughty was a huge bonus for the Kings that he he quarterbacked that entire team, the whole series. And without Drew Doughty, they would have been, he just, he's been there before he gets it. He's a great hockey player and he's stable. Does Vegas have that? Yeah, it's a different team. So it's, it's going to depend on, again, if the Oilers are going to play at even strength, because the first three games of that King series was terrible. So
1: we'll see what they do. Uh, I'll, I'll leave you with this. Jeff in Edmonton texts in. He says, I thought the Kings gave Edmonton a hard time at the end of the season. They got the wins, but they were hard fought. He says the orders. I don't get that feeling from Vegas. This will be a much easier series. Ooh.
3: Yeah, <laughs> what do you don't, think of that? You can't start thinking about stuff like that because the playoffs are a, the start of a new season. Anybody who thinks like that is, I I guarantee the Oilers aren't thinking like that. And the fact that they had hard fought games against the Kings, I mean, yeah, but they went in and dominated everybody. You know what? It's like a win is a win. It doesn't matter what the score was. You come out as a win on the end and the Kings are just scrappy too. They're like Florida. They just don't quit. But I don't remember the last time Vegas was in the playoffs and they rolled over like Winnipeg rolled over. Vegas is not
1: that type of team. Mm. Couldn't agree more. Serena, awesome job as always. Appreciate it. See you soon. Thank you. Our hockey analyst and clearly Oiler fan in attendance, Serena Taylor. We'll be back with Overtime right after this. We're live from Ace Casino Airport in Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network, WQE Radio and Streaming. okay we are live from Hotel Creek Calgary Airport and just ahead of uh, overtime well this is overtime but a sports update here before we bring the moose in the Vegas Golden Knights and Connor McDavid uh, host Connor McDavid in the Edmonton Orders in game one of the Round two of the Stanley Cup playoffs tonight. A key to this series is Edmonton's vaunted power play, firing at an astounding 56% of the playoffs, compared to a middling Knights penalty kill that's operating at just 58%. Also tonight, the Carolina Hurricanes host the New Jersey Devils in game one of their Eastern series. The Toronto Maple Leafs try to regroup following last night's 4-2 loss to the Florida Panthers in game one. The physical Panthers were led by forward Matthew Kachuk, who had three assists and two-time Vezina trophy-winning goalie Sergei Bob's your uncle, who made 34 saves. Game two goes Thursday. Sports update is for Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, Renfield. And this modern monster tale of Dracula's loyal servant, Nicholas Holt, stars as Renfield, the tortured aide to history's most narcissistic boss, Dracula, played by Oscar winner, Nicholas Cage. In theaters now, Landmark Cinemas. All right, the moose is here. Do you guys have the camera ready to roll? You can see it, moose? Oh, yeah. You're good? Yeah. Okay. What a day. What a, what a day down here. You're meeting everybody. You're meeting all the big shots. Big shots. Let's yeah. go. How's that going?
2: It's great.
1: This is what it's all about. Tell right? the world what's what's going on. You met Russ from Woody's RV World. Yeah.
2: Hanging out with Jack Naeem. and Kevin and yes, these and
1: guys. It's been awesome. We should mention it. Woody's RV World presenting the Summer Football Road Trip presented by the RP Show and Engelheim. Tickets are available now at rodpeterson.com, and the trip includes... Charter transportation from Engelheim, June 23rd to the 25th, Regina to Calgary, and back. They're going to take you back, too. Yeah, they'll take yeah. you home. Two-night accommodations. Win or lose. Win or lose, if you want to. <laughs> Hotel uh, accommodations for two nights at Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport. Uh, uh, plus free breakfast. Pet peeve when people say breakfasts.
2: Breakfasts?
1: Yeah, have you ever yeah. heard people it's breakfasts, not two breakfasts breakfasts, exclusive pre- and post-game parties right here at Ace Sports Bar where you will find us most nights watching the Stanley Cup playoffs. The place was full last night and I was the only Panthers fan in attendance. I was feared for my safety, but we won, so they were too busy crying to beat (laughs) anybody up. Anyways, back to the trip. Saskatchewan Rough Riders at Calgary Stampeders on June 24th. Uh, get your tickets now, rodpeterson.com. We'll be proud to host you, and uh, I'll be here waiting for you.
2: And there's not many tickets available. The bus will fill up fast. There's your, there's your sales cap. So let's go.
1: Okay. Let's get it going. Go to rodpeterson.com right now. The, uh, the link is right there to purchase your tickets. Thank you, Woody's RV World and Engelheim. Uh, longtime friends of mine. So. Tonight, I didn't. I don't know why I was so rushed this morning. I didn't, I didn't fill out my schedule. I normally do. So this, the floor is yours. Uh, dub, tonight, is your heart and mind in Saskatoon tonight, or what are you thinking?
0: No.
2: You follow that game? I was following last night. It was a tough one. Um, Winnipeg is very good and saskatoon's been through a lot i mean they had to come back against regina and the bedard thing was tough in game seven they were down three nothing against red deer had to battle back and and came back from being down three nothing in the series the reverse sweep one four in a row like that's a big deal now they got to do it again i mean how many times do you got to go back to square one and climb the mountain but proud of what that group's done um that team means a lot to me and and uh i'll be pulling for them um I don't think they'll go away quietly in four games, so I think they'll win the next one and extend it at least one more game. It's been fun to watch a lot of people more than normal are talking about the uh, junior playoffs.
1: And as a matter of fact, at the time we have left, if you're watching anywhere across Canada... You can fire us a note, nine oh two five one eight thirty thirty-three about your teams. Um, I'm seeing my guy Braden Klamosco is up. He's yeah. a finalist for the coach of the year in the Canadian Junior Hockey League. Hell yes. The Darcy Hogan Mark Cross Awards. So way to go, Braden. Yeah. I love my battle for its North Stars. And I guess, as I say, the hockey lords work in mysterious ways. There's a reason that we're not at the Centennial Cup nor the Memor, because we're gonna be in South Florida with the RP show for round two, Leafs and Panthers. I don't know. I got I got not only are Leafs fans annoying, I think you're deaf. One guy wrote me here and said, can you get me one ticket? No means no. <laughs> you think you're going to keep us out of Florida? I'm going to start
2: calling the guy Frank. Yeah. From now on, Nick, Come on, your name's Frank. Don't you like Frank Costanza? I like him. I don't like <laughs> Leaf he fans. represent. He is a Leaf fan. I know you said no, but... Da-de-de-de-de. He's not taking no for an answer. You got to admire that. He's a salesman. He's not quitting. It's great. And on another note, I know we're late in the in the show, but but uh, we don't talk NBA in the show. But Jamie over at the hotel, big uh, um, general manager over there, hotel. Yeah, care. him and his daughter. One's a Lakers fan. One's a Golden State fan. And the Lakers drew first blood in the series last night against Golden State. So uh, it's going to be fun. As I'm following that series too. Following that. Last minute of play on the RP Show. Yeah, following that series. So I think it'll be good. Uh, the, you know, Steph Curry's got LeBron's number in the playoffs. Golden State's got the Lakers' number. So Look at you, Johnny. How NBA. about that? Dun, 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 It Start spreading the news. I'm just looking
1: at my score app right now. There is only one NBA game tonight. Yeah, today and tomorrow. 76ers at the Celtics. Philly up one game to none. Blue Jays at Boston tonight. Five ten Mountain. Seven ten Eastern. And, of course, the game that we're, well, I'm the most excited about is the Orders Go the Knights. I think if we get early flick at Country Hills Landmark We could do the early five. We could get back to watch the oils. The oils. That's a new one. We're out (laughs) of here. See you tomorrow. Breakfast. New Eastern.